so hi one of the good noise podcast i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with brad and i'm luke we're from call all captains and we're gonna ask them some questions today about their upcoming album slowly getting better so congrats on that by the way guys how do you feel about the response to the announcement of the record so far and the singles and everything going on with that it's been great so far really album rips mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you it's very good yeah, yeah. Wait, did Solid. You say, did you say the album rips? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you guys get the review? As we yeah, should. Yeah, we got a stream of it, yeah. I've been very excited for it since I heard Tailspin, so I, I made sure to get right on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yes. I'm nice. really glad you guys like it. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Yeah, there's lots of meaning there, you know? Like, it's kind of probably the most meaning we've actually put into art and kind of a release in general <laughs> you know it's like <clears throat> I guess once you dive into all of the lyrics of the record you know you start to kind of see that yeah like some of these songs have that element always going to be kind of having an overtone of like you know it's still you're going to get through it mm-hmm. it's, you know it's like it may not be successful today but tomorrow is another one you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, it kind of continues that like theme of like if you want better then go get it but in more different words and kind of treading on different styles of what that means and like in different relationships and aspects of your life right and the album art kind of encapsulates that you know it's like whether it be you know, work addiction, substance abuse, um, loss of family, moving on. You know, it's there's so many little trinkets and information in the album art. We went over it with Soft Surrogate and as our old friend Kevin. He absolutely knocked it out of the park. He took all of our ideas and completely ran with them and created this concept of just slowly getting better art, right? And it kind of i'll talk about the casket too because we decided that was a casket not a coffin like i myself have had the unfortunate experience to probably been over over 30 funerals in my life i'm not even 30 i literally like my earliest memories are going to funerals and just i I got a huge family right but big family I always see bands and use coffins and blah, blah, blah. And just, it doesn't quite hit the same, you know, like that's not what Mm -hmm. it looks like, you know? Mm -hmm. So once, once the full bundle and package comes out with the full record, you'll kind of understand it a little bit more, you know, like there's a little bit different things inside when you pull out the book, it all starts to piece together. And yeah, I won't, I won't give away too much because I want everybody to find their own meanings in it, but you know, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, like whatever's in that casket is going to be let down. You know, it's going to be whether it's everything around it or whether that's staying outside, you know, whatever, whatever you vibing, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of been a pro. It, it was a process. I'll tell you that much. See, writing the record was hectic because you know like these are just the 11 songs that made it how many did we do brad yeah there's 20 20 or so songs that 
we had lined up for it and we had to write some of them and scrap them and and just there are there are other songs that were like there was nothing to them like tailspin was the riff and that's it and oh, wow. the week before we're like okay this one's got to be on the album mm-hmm. and so we like scrambled to write it and yeah it was just it was crazy it's all over the place our plans got all all mixed up we were supposed to go down to um it wasn't chicago where was it it was columbus columbus yeah mm-hmm. we were supposed to go record in columbus um and right before the pandemic hit and then that happened and our plans got all messed up obviously we couldn't travel so we had to make backup plans and uh and just kind of play it by ear from there so it's just there's been nothing but craziness trying to get this album all together God yeah. yeah and i think that's another crazy thing too is that when you get in the bare roots of like the writing process holy shit man it's a it's, sometimes it's a mess you know like we'll have like a verse here that has a different bridge like like okay i'll tell you guys right now a little trinket chasing mm-hmm. ghosts you know that song mm-hmm. um the bridge was the original chorus oh. and you know so like everything changes like mm-hmm. in the writing process especially once you get in the studio and you start working with your producer right you start really start to nail down nail down like what makes the song the song and what'll sound best right yeah and that was that was kind of one of the hardest things we had to do for, for the record is choosing these these tracks and how they're all gonna fit themselves together within the record because mm-hmm. they all have to have, have sound co- cohesive right mm-hmm. like yeah. like they don't get me wrong there's no two songs that sound the same but they all like sound like us and it's yeah. in a good way um sure. since you brought up like the track list order and everything what was your process of putting that together because it sounded like it was a big part for you guys that was a massive part we fought about that for like weeks <laughs> So if anybody hits shuffle when the record comes out, I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna sprinkle Doritos crumbs all over your head. And... <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> so Freshman evil. Punishment. Yeah, God. Yeah, I'm just gonna go right on top and just like grab my hands together and just go. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Interesting. No, I'm just kidding. No, you can you can enjoy it, however. But that is definitely the preferred way for us. You know, like we put a lot of thought into making sure that when each track goes into the next one, it's the next chapter of our like book of songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like once you get to the final song, it's a final song. Like you hear it, and it's like, okay, that's the last song. Easy. You know, like if we put, let's say if we put, you know, like if we put undone after the last song, you're going to be like, you'd be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's uh, like, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. So it, it's all there for a reason and it's all going to make sense, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think even the first song on the record, we wanted to make sure that that was like, that was like the first song that was written for the record or, or that was going to be on this record. So we wanted that to be like a transition song between Nothing Grows Here and this album. So, yeah, we, we put a lot of thought into the track listing and how to arrange the songs. I like that. It's always good. It's always appreciated as a listener that you guys put thought into that. So yeah. Thank you for yeah, that. I, I we never get asked this question or like, I'm just going to talk about it right now. But you know how in our, our EP, Nothing Grows Here, there was like, we had screaming on our one song out of my head, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that was just kind of like a little 
dusting of what's about to come on this new record. We definitely explored that element of the band, you know. Um, our, everybody has been kind of describing us more so now as like pop punk slash post hardcore, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. We we don't have any chugga chugga chugga. We don't have any chug, <laughs> chug riffs. No, no chug riffs. Get that out of here. We got Do you have something that. against chug riffs? I okay for for our band personally. Mm-hmm. I just think you know, like we all come from. We all listen to like that early two thousand stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll listen to that a day to remember, you know, like, you know, blah, 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 right? Okay, so that was then. Well, you know, like, it, it's, we're gonna, we, we're not, we're not trying to copy or, like, make anything super new, but you can scream over, you can full on scream over pop punk parts, you know, like, and we yeah. got, we got riffs now. Mm-hmm. We got riffs in the new record. We got, oh, we got so much angles. <laughs> listen to yeah my, my favorite track that won't be a single and everybody should check out is Co- wait oh the track listings already out right? yeah so, yeah okay. my favorite song on the record easy would be loyalty apart mm-hmm. from wasted is my actual favorite but like loyalty is yeah. <laughs> it's a banger yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's definitely my favorite to perform can't believe there's no chug riffs in your future. That fucking sucks. Yeah. So are you basically saying that chug riffs are like a thing of the past? No, just for just for us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I still listen. I, I listen. I like. I love chug breakdowns. You know, like. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. I'm just like for uh, for us as like a band that you know like we don't want to get necessarily shoehorned within like the Easy Core label. Mm-hmm. I, I called you guys that. Easy Core earlier. My bad. <laughs> okay, yeah. Some, I've heard somewhere some, something in the easy core realm hurt Luke some yeah, at some point and we like, can't talk about it but me um, screams like cartoon characters and synths and I'm like no 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 no, no. <laughs> wow like, I wanna like we really put our heart and soul into this record there's no joke names you know like there's no synths you know like it's we try really tried our best to rock really give us give you guys like the rock and roll like has how we can describe it with like coming up on all this pop punk hardcore stuff you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like that's that shit i really like it mm-hmm. i really yeah it's it's really cool yeah. we, and we don't yeah it's pretty i don't want to give away too much maybe i've said too much but like it's pretty dope you no, just have I mean, the record up yeah exactly as you should and you kind of answered half of my upcoming question but which song off of this record is your favorite and which one took the longest to write Brad can answer that one. Ooh, which one took the longest to write? Uh, oh, fuck. You know what? Wasted. Wasted, probably, yeah. Wasted changed a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we started out with um, with the structure for Wasted, and we fought about it, and um, actually we're, we're releasing um, a little five-part um, docu-series on the making of the album. Yeah. And I, and I think... Yeah, episode one is out right now on our channel. Yeah, yeah, but oh. do we do we cut the part out about wasted? No, we didn't. We kept okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, you'll see it. Okay. There's us arguing about wasted and like what should happen in in it and like. I got heated. It's, it's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> I got heated. Let me tell you. Scream, Wait, so... scream at you all. 
why were you guys so separated over this one song? Like, what did one side want? What did the other side hey, you want? Know what? what caused it's, that? It, it, just, it just happened like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's you have to think about it, too. It's like when you write songs, especially in a group, mm-hmm. and when you have, like, I, I'll say, like, an unspoken pressure to have, like, a successful record from, like, labels and, you know, family, friends, you know, yeah. like, you want to outdo your past material, right? So... When you get in in the studio and you really have to make the final call on how a song is going to be and half of the room doesn't feel it or, you know, like it wasn't a unanimous like, yo, this is dope. Then we, we, it's at least myself, I really need to, I look at it very differently, Mm -hmm. you know? So Wasted, as if you guys have heard the song, you know, like it's got that grand, huge bridge, right? Mm -hmm that that came after that came after the fight oh like it's this is this is why the songs are taken in and worked on by multiple people within a group is because like there really is like it's not it's not me and the band you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like the band yeah so, like we all decided on how this one part was going and i really stood my ground on one single aspect of this song it was like just like a few little notes here and there right mm-hmm. even though that was so minuscule i believe in my heart fully it made the song mm-hmm. so like that's kind of the process of like kind of making sure that everybody in the room is on board with the tune mm-hmm. making sure nothing is out of place you know sometimes we had Tim and downstairs. He hasn't listened to the final songs. He's working on drum meetings, structuring, right? Mm-hmm. He'll come back upstairs and he'll kind of give an opinion too, right? Because he hasn't listened to them. He's not there for recording guitars, blah, blah, blah. He's in the studio, but he's just not in with the guitar area, right? Yeah. So it's just good to get different ears and make sure that it all goes through like this coffee filter and you get the best tune possible. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I think, I think each person in the band, like, gets attached to different songs and you know finds their own meaning in the songs and then when we take it into the studio and everyone has ideas for things to change and if you're too close to it then it's it's hard to let go of that like vision of what the song is at that time to you yeah one of the one of the biggest things in any bands that are listening right now is you have to trust your bandmates they don't want a bad song yeah you know it's okay. It's it's okay if you really believe in a part, but you really do have to put trust in your whole team because like that is what's gonna separate that song from the next band over. Definitely. Um, so where was your headspace at while you guys were writing this album? Oh. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Ah. Uh, uh, it was all over. All over the place. <laughs> I think um, I think we decided to name the album slowly getting better um, as we were writing the songs and like the themes and the content and stuff. And then the pandemic came and we were like, huh, like this could end up being a lot more relatable to a lot of people because of the, the current world events. But yeah. we, we, we got through all of that before that even happened. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. Go ahead. I don't have much to say. I'm just jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the headspace for the album was was all over the place. There's um, 
a lot of the songs we, we wanted to um write this album a little bit more on some different topics and have it a little bit more mature than the last one so mm-hmm. um this one deals a lot more with um stuff that we've struggled with in our lives besides relationships so there's more about substance abuse and um, death and mental illness and stuff like that yeah so mm-hmm. yeah like if on this record there's only one song that's like a relationship song and it's not even really about that person it's just about how you cope through that dealing dealing with that feeling right mm-hmm. and so i think that's like very different from the last record i guess yeah you know it's just all over the place is a definitely good way to describe it because like i would definitely say all of the songs have their own identity in a way like you know it's it's not like undone sounds like tailspin or like wasted sounds like the other tunes right yeah we're really trying to make sure that when you put on each different song there's something new for you to find it's like sure. a completely new angle of us so like that's kind of in a way our mindsets for the whole thing you know it's just as we progress through each different song it's you kind of go through what that song puts you through yeah all right uh so how do you recommend your listeners to listen to this record for the first time should they put it on the dark put on some headphones crank it up should they play it at a party should they play it in a car with friends what do you guys recommend uh, <laughs> it it depends on the person. We were actually, yeah, it really we, depends. We, on we were talking about this actually. Like mm-hmm. some of our friends and people that are close to the band, um, that, that have gone through some of the same things that that we have and have dealt with substance abuse and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're like, we we're like, man, like we should warn these people. Like this album is gonna mess them up. Like if yeah. they're not careful, like yeah, maybe. Maybe a dark room, vinyl, crank it to mm-hmm. eleven. Mm-hmm. Have a you know what? Prize. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like eternally sad, but it'll definitely make you think about some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I would say it's it's a record for you to consume by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, not in a dark room. You know, it could be going about your stuff, but I would say there's two ways to consume this record it's like purely designed this way almost you can listen to it front and back but just listen to it listen to it passively the songs are upbeat they're you know like it's good rock tunes blah 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 the next time you listen to it go read the lyrics okay yeah yeah you know like i'd I'd say like our music is definitely one that you know, when you're in a good mood, you listen to for the music, but when you're down bad, you listen to it for the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And that goes for all music, for real. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to have to hit Becky up for the lyrics now and <laughs> listen to it a second time with those. Yep. Um, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Both of you have to do it. It's dope shit. <laughs> Solid. I think about that one. I don't know. Um, shit bangs hard. All right. Banger. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Uh, let's, see. Oh. let's see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come at you with another three words. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna carefully craft these. Bonus okay, three. Okay. Yeah, a bonus, a bonus three. Okay. Hmm. I got nothing. Cool. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Honestly, everybody. <laughs> Love it. Well, worth the wait. 
Exactly, honestly. Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners? Uh, progress. Hmm. So you want to like inspire somebody? Sure, man. If you know, if you take away from it, you feel inspired a little bit. Sure, but you know, it's just kind of, it's kind of letting you know that hey, you know, it's, we're right there with you. Mm-hmm. We all just people, you know. Like, did you know you that that dude from your favorite band is just some guy? Yeah. You know I mean? Like it's it, it's we all go through the same things on a different scale, whether it be relationships or personal feelings, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Um, so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this album? I don't even know, dog. <laughs> you can say it sounds like you guys. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. You know what? It's... I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it depends on the songs. Like, um, one of the songs um, has uh, an intro that has, like, a really, like, Weezer vibe for me for some reason. <laughs> Weezer. Uh, yeah. Weezer. Um, I wouldn't say that's characteristic of the whole thing but just that like one part in that song um there's one song that like very low-key reminds me of like the black parade okay it's just, yeah it's, 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 it's not in this and I'm, I'm not trying to gas this up and say we're mcr or level <laughs> yeah. it's the song itself is a bit grander than what yeah. we've done in the past you guys are better than mcr because you guys drop a music and they're not they're yeah. dropping fucking figures or whatever they just did. Oh god, bundle boxes or whatever. Um, because we're on the topic of MCR, I feel like they always have to have this follow up question. What's your favorite album by them? My favorite album. Mm-hmm. My favorite album is the Black Parade. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I have to say mine too. Black Parade. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay. how, about you, how about you guys? I'm Bullets. a three cheers stand. Three cheers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Bullets. Which is the one that's got. A Lady of Sorrows on it. Bullets, the best mm-hmm. album. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that's my runner-up. It's, yeah. like, it's okay. almost like they're neck and neck. That one's crazy. That album's very good. Yeah. yeah. I have the vinyl, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> my chemistry just come back and re-record that. Yeah. I'd take that over the little boxes that they're dropping now. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyways, off that topic, uh, what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this record? Uh, ah, uh, okay probably my vocal technique we realized we realized very quickly the conditions that i oh. need to sing it's fucking stupid what conditions are those okay so you know how you're like <laughs> oh my god yes i remember now we're in the studio and we're like okay luke we gotta get you drinking lots of water doing mm-hmm. vocal warm-ups none of that worked oh so okay so yeah so like i really we we all enjoy that rough tone right mm-hmm. that's that shit that's that good shit right yeah so i've been i've been singing lots and like doing vocal warm-ups and this and that singing live performing blah 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 doing what's easiest right which is a bit cleaner so when i'm doing my vocal warm-ups full of drinking lots of water you know not eating too heavy it's just super clean it sounds yeah. kind of whiny Mm-hmm. And we were like, that sounds fucked. So, <laughs> oh, we break for lunch or whatever. I was just like upset. I go, I eat some pizza. I smoke some weed. I'm drinking Fago down by the bottle. I go mm-hmm. back in, nail it all. Wow. So, 
from that point on, I needed to be like on my level, down in cheese, you know, like mm-hmm. drinking sugary drinks, just making, you know, I don't know. It's weird, really weird. It's it's super cool though. Like it's kind of like that's what I used to do on like it just felt like tour, you know, like tour singing, you know, just mm-hmm. like chilling all the time you know like sometimes you can't squeeze in a vocal performance when you literally just get there i mean a vocal warm-up yeah do you think that's maintainable for like if you want to continue doing this band for the next like let's say like five ten years do you think you could keep that up hell yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) perfect perfect watch me Great answer. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah, no, no. Brad didn't. Oh, my answer. bad, Brad. Memory. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking. Um, I don't know if I really have a like a favorite memory from the recording process, but this was the first time that we that we did like a full recording schedule. Like hmm. for nothing grows here. Um, it was only an EP, so we just. You know, we would take nights in the studio after work and bang the thing out. And it was only, you know, four or five songs. Mm-hmm. But um, because this album was bigger and the studio we, we recorded in had like the drum room and the vocal booth and guitars and everything, we spent like full days in the studio. So it was our first kind of experience, you know, just taking two or three weeks off work and just spending all of our time together in the studio to work on music. So... That, that in itself was just a really cool experience just to be with the whole band and in the studio for weeks and weeks on end mm-hmm. and just working on music. Yeah, wake up in the morning, go pick up Carter, we get him a coffee, we show up, we're like, hey, everybody, we're like, let's go again. <laughs> Another day in the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so picture this, John, tour, you're at a gas station, you're going in to the rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Um, Nong Shim. Shin Min. The who one? Snack of choice? Yes. Mm-hmm. What's my snack of choice? Look, whatever you said wasn't ramen. English, so you're going to have to yeah, say that I... again. <laughs> I thought that was just me. Korean instant ramen. Okay. Oh, yum. It's very, very good and spicy. Mm-hmm. I, oh, one of my favorite memories ever was bullying Brad in this one place that we had. He was like, I, I had those noodles and I was like super hype on them. I was tagging them and everything. I was trying to get hyped, you know, sponsored maybe, right? Of course, yeah. And then, and then Brad goes and gets, we already gets, he gets a fucking Mr. Noodles. <laughs> and, like that. and then so, and so I, I'm here sitting here in my fancy, I got some flavors, right? And I look over, he's got like, you know, beef stock and noodles, right? I was yeah. Just, I'm sitting there eating my, I was like, look at you, Brad, you little bitch noodles. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but it just always stuck out of my head. And it just, yeah, I love you, Brad. <laughs> you feel very strongly about your noodles, I know. I do, I do. <laughs> um, my snack of choice would probably just be like either like fruit or nuts. I don't know. Um, You're boring. I, yeah, I'm boring. <laughs> healthy. I'm healthy. You're the one that doesn't catch something like sniffly on tour. Yeah. <laughs> you got a point. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, dude, we pull up to the Walmart, we all go to the mcdonald's inside the walmart and he's coming out that shit with like a bag of apples oranges fruits he's got them planters mixed nuts he's mm-hmm. just bowing down on them you know I, I caught myself a few times i'm like yo brad have me some nuts <laughs> exactly so, they come in real handy when you need the protein quick. they got yep. protein right that's the thing yeah yeah 
Uh, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? Ooh, a bowl of ramen. No. <laughs> okay, I guess not. Everything is noodles. <laughs> okay, so Luke mm. thinks the band is a bowl of ramen. Brad, what would we be? That's a good question. I don't know. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say we'd be like, like a chicken stir fry or something. Like there's like a little mm. bit of everything in it. Yeah. Like the, the band has such a. And then, <laughs> and then the hot, and then the hot broth is the labels that keep us warm. <laughs> Make sure that everything comes together all in one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you know. Imagine if you had all the ingredients just chilling in a bowl. It'd be some kind of mess. You know, you you need the. You need the soup. You need the glue that holds everything together. Mm-hmm. All right. That one went really deep. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't wasn't supposed to be that deep, but uh, <laughs> so where do you guys see the band in the next five years? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. <clears throat> um, we really want to um see some new places that we haven't toured before. We really want to go, and uh, we, we've toured the UK already. We'd love to tour the rest of Europe, Australia, Japan. We've kind of had some um, some offers or some potential opportunities that came and went for stuff like that that we weren't able to capitalize on. So I think we'd like to um, just be back to touring. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's we went from playing 100 plus shows a year to zero shows in the last two years. Mm-hmm. So as long as we're playing shows, we'll be happy. I think in the next five years, as I see for the band, is pandemic lists touring. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's what I'm manifesting right now. Getting Definitely. on some festivals would be cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, I want to play. I want to play with like. Yo, I want to play with Heart Attack Man. Oh, I love Heart Attack Man. We're interviewing yeah. him next week. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. What do you guys think of their new single? So good. Flaps. Correct so answer. Good. Good answer. So good. When I, if I if I ever meet Eric, I'm gonna have a rap battle with him. Rap? Can <laughs> Eric gonna, rap? We're gonna tell Eric in the middle of the interview that calling on Captain Swans to tour with a uh, heart attack man and see what he says. We'll put it on yeah, the spot. Yeah. And <laughs> also have a rap battle. Yeah. That as well. Yeah. Yo, okay. For like a real crazy tour that would probably be wild. This is like I'm just gonna enter. Okay. Hey, hey, Luke. What would your dream tour be? If you could hey, Luke. One? What would your dream tour be? Um, it would be it would be us. Uh, Heart Attack Man, Hot Mulligan, Youth Fountain, and Chief Safe. That's an insane tour. I would, I would go to that tour. Yeah, yeah. I would That'd go to that fun. tour. Please make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to. Yeah, I, I I seem to really want that, so I'm gonna try. Yeah, get on the booking team's ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so for these last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. That's so cool. Let's do that. <laughs> so we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to blow you guys' mind. You know what it's going to be? Ramen? Yeah, it's going to yep. be a bowl of Akakara from mm-hmm. Tokiwa Ramen in Edmonton. I'm just going <laughs> to... 
slurping up real good. Oh man, you know you mm-hmm. can off me after that shit. I'm in heaven. Oh, Wait, but what are you drinking with the ramen? <clears throat> A canned ginger ale. Okay. Ooh, chilled or room temperature? Chilled. Okay, good. Chilled. chilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but left out a little bit so it has some condensation on the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so specific. Wow. Yeah, it's my last okay. meal. Making all the parameters. Yeah. Gotta make it slap. Um, mm-hmm. I think mine would be a bowl of fucking cereal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You not no no, not for the last meal. It's gotta be like a supper meal. Um, I would say probably like grandma's spaghetti and fresh squeezed orange juice. Uh-huh. That's an interesting, interesting combination. Combo. Yeah, they don't really go together, but no. But I like them both. You're so. dying right after it, so it doesn't yeah. matter. The aftertaste yeah. won't affect you for too long. Mm-hmm. Right, remember that fresh squeezed orange juice we had in Camden? Oh, do I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Camden as in Camden, New Jersey? London. Wow. Oh. Sorry. I, I heard yeah. something completely Far different. Far off. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Yeah, not there. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so if you could live in one fiction cool, world. Though. Maybe I'll get, maybe I'll get French fresh juice in both Camdens. <laughs> I mean, New Jersey, are they known for fresh orange juice? No. No. There's some guy squeezing orange juice. There always is. Maybe. So if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? One fiction world for a week. Mm -hmm. Um, Pokemon. Hmm. Why? (laughs) Why? I don't, need, I don't need more than a week to become the Pokemon champion. Mm-hmm. Fair, 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 fair. Okay. I'm going to say... And it's also very safe for people. Like, I'm not going to die. Mm. Well, your Pokemon might, but... I know, but, like, I got to leave in a week anyway. Oh, wow. It's going to be sad. That's very sad, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i have to release them all. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you got the real questions here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the next one's the hardest one. Oh, good. Okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... I'm going to say the Star Wars universe. Just mm-hmm. to just to learn some Jedi shit. Okay. okay I was going to ask if you're a rebel, Sith, or Jedi, but you're a Jedi. Yeah. That's fair. I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Purple. Purple. Teal. Ooh. What right. says teal? Those are good. Those are good. Uh, <laughs> mine, mine's very important. Magenta. Mine's magenta. Okay. If we're getting really specific, mine's lavender. Actually, there we go. Ooh. There we go. Love lavender. Ooh. It's a good yeah. choice. Good color. Uh, so, yeah, bad. <laughs> uh, so as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Oh, that was the hardest question. That's really. F- oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really funny. Yeah. We've said it six hundred times and no one's yeah. laughed. So. Well, they laughed the first like twenty times, and then it just started to fade. We weren't cute anymore. <laughs> I was no longer fourteen. <laughs> uh, that's funny. What? What else am I gonna say? Um. Yeah. Stuff to plug. We have our album pre-orders with pre-orders, merch packages, 
whole bunch of vinyl variants. Yeah. Um, this is very special for anybody listening to is that there's vinyl variants from, I believe, from all the different record labels that are involved with this. Like in Canada, if you're in Canada, you can order from New Damage and you'll receive a variant there. You can also, if you're from America or other place in the um, like North America type shit and the South America, I don't know, I don't know where we're shipped, to be honest, but you can order from Equal Vision's website. And then if you're also in, in Europe, you can order from Rude Records. That's so sick. So that yeah. sucks for vinyl collectors that want all the variants. Oh, yeah. 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 I've had a few people message me and they're like, so I want all the variants. How do I do that? I'm like, oh, man, I am so sorry. sorry. You have to order from all three of these. And get yeah. just fucked for shipping. Yeah. Yeah. You have to really, really want it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the fun of it, though. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for sound. This guy's been calling all captains, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.